Recorded live. God bless you, Elder Shank. God bless you, Apostle Griffin. Did you get uh, my I, voicemail? I just got it. I'm down in Brunswick Hills with my daughter at my daughter's house. Oh, so okay. I just I just got it five minutes ago, so I won't be able to use it tonight. I don't have time to uh, put it on. I have to do it next week. Okay. It looks good. Looks good. All right. I couldn't open my PDF file on it for some reason. It looks good, and um, as I was traveling down 71, uh, my phone was dead, so I wasn't picking up any messages anyway. Yeah. Well, I'm down here, and uh, I'm below you now, south of you. Okay. And I just got here about uh, 20, 25 minutes ago. Yeah. So um, we'll wait a few minutes uh, or a minute being recorded now. The uh, session is actually being recorded now. Right. But he seems to do uh, excellent work there. Yes which is very exciting to me. Good. Yeah, he's pretty pretty good with that stuff. Uh, so um, it's 8 o'clock, and we thank the Lord for the Apostles' Roundtable uh, tonight. And uh, we give God glory for uh, this day that he has made and told us rejoice and be glad in it. Right. We welcome you, sir and others that are going to come on the call. The call is being recorded, and uh, we'll wait a few moments to uh, begin our uh, session.
right. I'm very excited to be able to put um, the um, uh, flyer, if you will, a post on uh, Facebook, and I'm going to do it early to invite people to uh, call in um, next week. And perhaps I'll ask uh, uh, Elder Earl to uh, do that for me, since he has the uh, expertise. So, Elder Shank, would you would you pray, please? Yes. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you. We praise you. We bless your holy name. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to gather once again to discuss the things of kingdom work. Lord, we just ask you to bless this time that it would be bringing you all the glory, honor, and praise and give us what it is that you want us to do in what whatever endeavors you will give us for this round table. Lord, we just thank you. We praise you. We bless your holy name. We count it as done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We thank God, amen, for you that are on the uh, call. Um, others um, hopefully will be uh, call- calling in. And uh, guest number three, if you can just inbox me and sh- share with me who you are. I think I know, but uh, can you just uh, inbox me on TalkShoot uh, to let me know uh, who's on the uh, call? Uh, tonight, um, want to uh, begin the roundtable discussion with uh, a thought that uh, uh, came to me this afternoon. Most of the afternoon I was reading, and after I finished uh, reading, uh, it came to me to uh, begin to discuss uh, something in, rever- in reference to deliverance and uh, deliverance as far as a particular member of our body uh, that uh, seems to uh, get us in trouble or brings death and life uh, in our lives. And what I'm talking about, I'm going to talk about the tongue, the uh, activities of the tongue, the blessing and cursings amen, that come from the realm of the uh, tongue. Proverbs 18 and 21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. And so uh, one of the things I think that we have to um, understand, and and I certainly want to uh, entertain uh, discussions on this, one of the things we have to understand is that our lives are become a product of our confession. Um the sum total, if you will, of our our life and where we are sometimes is because of words that either have been spoken over our life or words that we have spoken ourselves. Jesus made this statement in John uh, chapter 6, Gospel of John chapter 6, verse 63. He says, the words that I speak unto you they are spirit and they are life and so um jesus of course was very careful about what he said 
he only would say what the father uh, had him to say. And of course, it brought uh, uh, life, spiritual life, deliverance uh, to people. And uh, in James, as we read, uh, it says, uh, death and life are in the ability of the tongue. And uh, uh, we will eat the fruit of it. So we want to bring notice to uh, words that we speak um, tonight. We want to talk about um, the words that we speak tonight. And we want to change the course, if necessary, of our um, of the path of the life that we're taking. And we want to uh, begin to make confession concerning words um, that will bring about life uh, uh, in our lives. Also in James chapter 3, verse 6, it says, um, the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. And when you talk about um, deliverance, concerning um, people in the body of Christ, if you will, there needs to be a um, control over the things that we say. Isn't it interesting, thanks to God, that um, on the day of Pentecost, uh, the sign, the uh, uh, audible sign that the Lord used to let us know that people had been filled with his uh, spirit and and his power and his fire was the fact that the uh, spirit of God took over their tongues. And uh, it's uh, uh, kind of akin to what happened in Genesis chapter um, 11 there at the Tower of Babel where God brought confusion because everybody had the same language and nothing was um, impossible for them to do, so God confused their language. And then on the day of Pentecost, the uh, day of the birth of the church in the earth realm, he takes control of the tongue. And it's something that God uh, sincerely wants to do in our lives, uh, to take uh, control of our tongue. Uh, as you know, you know we tend to talk uh, a lot these days concerning the prophetic, and uh, since uh, prophecy, if you will, is one of the uh, uh, gifts that uh, uses the tongue, um, it's very important, amen, for prophetic people and for all saints to uh, be careful about the things um, that they say. Um, let me just read some other scriptures, and I, uh, hopefully some others will get on the call, and um, we'll um, have a discourse. So we have to be careful about um, confessions, our confessions. Uh, in Proverbs twelve eighteen, it says, There is that speaketh like the piercing of a sword. And that means, you know, some, some people use their tongue to cut folks. And that even happens in church, and some of us have been uh, recipients of uh, saints, if you will, uh, cutting us uh, with their words. But the end of Proverbs 12, 18 says this, but the tongue of the wise is health. In Proverbs 21, 23, it says, whoso keepeth his mouth 
and his tongue keepeth his soul from troubles, which uh, means that if you don't keep your mouth and don't keep your tongue, don't watch what you say, don't you know, don't watch what you speak, it's going to bring, uh, you're going to reap trouble in your life. And uh, just uh, another uh, verse uh, in Isaiah, um, uh, or Proverbs 15 and 4, rather, uh, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. So tonight, you know, we're uh, uh, talking about um, uh, the tongue. Um, people have, uh, we've heard the term word curses. Uh, things that people have uh, spoken over our lives, and uh, whether it's parents, whether it's other people, and uh, sometimes people have uh, believed the things that people have said over them. And that becomes a word curse over your life and tends to uh, uh, direct you in the path of the thing that was spoken. And so it's necessary to renounce things that have been spoken uh, over you that are negative. For example, people have said, uh, people have called folks uh, stupid and uh, or ignorant. And, uh, you know, when you were a child and, and somebody said that, you know, maybe you did something that wasn't uh, so um, uh, correct and uh, they said, you know, you're stupid, you know, you're, you're dumb. And they continue to say that while you're a child. And then you grow up and you begin to, it's in your, in the soulish realm and you begin to uh, believe that and walk in that area. What's necessary to renounce those word curses, those things spoken over your life? I'm talking about things we say and I'm talking about uh, things that people have uh, spoken over our life. So uh, tonight we're discussing um, deliverance of the tongue. We're talking about death and life or in the power of the tongue. And so I want to kind of open up uh, the session. I saw somebody just try to uh, log in. Um, just want to open up the session and uh, have a discussion about uh, this. God bless you, uh, for those of you on the call. Thank you, Lord. Bless you. This is Denise. Yes, sir. Um, 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 have you ever had uh, anybody, uh, I, as you think back, have you ever heard anyone or thought of something that somebody said over you that you didn't, you know, that was a lie? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, I have. And it's sometimes a very hurting feeling. And go down go ahead. Soul sometimes it seems like it can cut that far. You say what? I said, I, I, I yes, I felt that cut of a tongue before till it cut so deep it seems like that it just went down to your very soul. But by the grace of God. <laughs> how did you react? So how, how did you react? Or, or shall, shall I say, how are you reacting um, now concerning uh those things. Uh, I just have to rebuke and say I, I know those are the things that I'm not. So you know, I just try to, to 
just let it just pass over. I don't try to dwell on it anymore. That's that's their thoughts of me and that's their opinion. But mm-hmm. I know who I am. So mm-hmm. that's Amen. the most important thing right there. Amen. Amen. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, we have to, um, there's a terminology sometimes used in preaching. It is a true uh, fact. Sometimes you have to prophesy over yourself. It's a prophesy to yourself, uh, which uh, is another way of saying you have to make proclamations or make decrees over your own life because life, not only is death in the power of tongue, but life is in the power of tongue. And um, I remember um, growing up, I'm the youngest of three boys, and I remember um, how my brothers didn't want me to follow them and so so forth. So they would say various things uh, to me, and for a long time it affected me uh, until I, as you did, began to uh, say that 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 stuff's not true, and I I, uh, just uh, released that. Uh, Elder Shank or anyone else on the call, you want to? For those who just came on, uh, we're talking about death, life, or in the power of tongue. We're talking about the um, the blessing and curse that comes out of our mouth, and how God wants to take control of our mouth in this season to direct the path of life for us. Anyone else want to share? Yes, when uh, when I was doing deliverance ministry. Most of the time, we would speak words of life uh, towards that individual to uh, get them comfortable with the process, and uh, then then we would do uh, deliverance ministry as necessary, uh, using, of course, the name of Jesus and uh, commanding that uh, demon to to leave the uh, individual. We did uh, there for a while. I was doing two deliverance ministries a, a week, and uh, it. Uh, it was strenuous, to say the least. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, it, we had victory in uh, in most all cases, and the individual felt the release and the relief from mm-hmm. uh, seeking out deliverance ministry. Okay, okay, okay. Um, another uh, passage or scripture I want to uh, read, unless someone else wants to say something, uh, is um, James 3 and 2. <laughs> it says, For in many things we offend. And usually when people offend, you know, usually when people offend us, it's probably because of something they say. Um, uh, many things we offend all if any man offends not in word not with the tongue the same as a perfect man so it talks about the uh, fact that the uh, tongue you know is the uh, key to the control of the tongue is the key to control 
of the uh, of the body of the uh, uh, soul, the uh, spirit of uh, man. And so we're talking tonight about uh, the idea that we want the Holy Spirit to take control of our tongue. We have to be careful about what we say, uh, even the very uh, idle words that we say. We have to be careful of them. Uh, because you know we'll be brought in judgment for everything that we uh, say, and uh, uh, you you know that everybody wants to be blessed in their life, so you have to speak um, uh, faith-filled words. You have to speak uh, words that uh, uh, agree with what God has said He's doing in your life and what God is. Uh, has identified you as and your assignment and words that agree with um, the word of God concerning you. Uh, So as I said, many times you have to proclaim, even though you may be going through a tough situation, you have to to proclaim, amen, the fact that uh, you're blessed, you're highly favored, amen, you're, you're more than a conqueror. You have to speak words of faith because you cannot agree with negative situations because that's what the enemy wants you to do. So we thank the Lord, amen, for some others coming on the call. And we're talking about um, um, Proverbs 18, um, uh, verse 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the food thereof. And we're talking about the fact that um, we are a product of our confession. We have to be very careful about what we say and a lot of times the enemy wants to discourage us, uh, just kind of mess us, mess with us, if you will, to get us to uh, say something negative. But as we walk in faith, we have to use faith-filled words. You're going through a test or trial, you've got to, you've got to begin to say, the Lord is with me, the Lord is going to bring me out, amen, I, I see, amen, that my end is better, amen, than my beginning. You have to speak words of faith, words of um, uh, prosperity, words of uh, that bring life. So I just want to open up again uh, the uh, roundtable for anybody who want, wants to share. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got on the line, but uh, I can give you an example of a, a car accident where a family was thrown out of the car and and the children and the wife were injured, but the husband had nothing wrong with him, and he was walking around looking at his family saying, I'm a dead man walking, and soon he did die, and there were Mm. no internal injuries or anything wrong with him. Mm. Wow. 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 So it brought about it brought about death. Yes. This is there in Indiana. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, a living I example. can't give you I can't give you any more specifics than that. But that's mm-hmm. the driver's that's the driver's ed version of what happened, and and it's passed down with truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Amen. So one of the things that um, the tongue does. The tongue, will, the tongue, and I'm not saying anybody's tongue on here, but the tongue will cause a person to lie. Lying comes from the tongue. Mm-hmm. When people exaggerate, 
you know, we're not supposed to exaggerate. They use the tongue. So a lot of times when you meet new, um, we meet, meet new preachers, new pastors, what they want to know is they want to know how many members you got. <laughs> they want to know how many, you know, they want to know how big is your movement or whatever, how many churches you have. And a lot of times, you know, exaggeration will come uh, forth out of there. And exaggeration is not, amen, in the will of God. Exaggeration is not truth. And uh, one of the things that I've learned, amen, is when people start asking those questions, I do like David. I tell them, amen, I'm not going to number Israel. Because if they ask, amen, how many members you got, I'm going to say none. Because that's a factual truth, amen, I have no members. They belong to the Lord. Amen. So um, you... Uh, one of the things that happens with the tongue is we become too talkative. Mm. Uh, we talk too. Is another way of saying that is we talk too much, and we got to be careful about you know idle words, just just talking. Uh, sometimes you know you I've heard of stories where people are on the phone for two and three hours, and I just can't imagine what they're saying for two or three hours. Uh, and. Uh, so we have to be careful about uh, the use of the uh, the use of the uh, tongue. One of the issues of uh, the tongue is that, uh, especially in the Old Testament, it's, it's uh, represented there in the wilderness as Moses brings the children of Israel out of uh, Egypt. They were murmuring and complaining. Now, can I ask the, the can I ask anybody on the uh, call tonight? Which part of their uh, body did they use to murmur and complain? They used the tongue. Right. And so here you have a people that God uh, sent a deliverer to bring out of Egypt and bring into the promised land. And the thing, uh, yes, we know it was unbelief. Uh, but their unbelief caused them to what? Murmur and complain. To use death came out of their tongue, and they died in the wilderness. So, if a person wants to find the the freedom, the fulfillment, the best that God to to walk in the best that God has declared for them, we have to be careful about what we say. And usually, that ha- usually uh, the the trap is set. When things are, and maybe the right word is not trap, the trap is set when things are not going favorably for us, and then uh, thoughts of doubt come, and, and so on and so forth, and or unbelief, or uh, emotional feelings, and we say something, um, we say something in a negative way. So we have to be careful about um, the use of the tongue. I said before, in uh, you need to make decrees, proclamations. You need to prophesy to yourself and believe the things that you say over your life, over your children, over your husband. Amen. Are um, it's what you believe in your heart, and watch and see what God does um, uh, in your life. There, there's a story, um, uh, Elder Earl. There's a story that occurred in Indianapolis, Indiana. It's a true story. There's a PAW church down there, and uh, there was this uh, mother um, 
powerful woman guy called Mother Boyd. Mm-hmm. She she shared. Uh, I don't know if you heard her name, but she shared um, this with us back in the um, uh, late seventies or late seventies, I think, or early eighties, at Bishop Watkins Church here in Cleveland. Um, she said that there was a. Um, I can't remember if it was her son or daughter. I can't remember somebody related to her. But this woman was having um, trouble with her husband, and um, he put her he put her out. He was not saved. She was saved, and uh, he would hit her and et cetera, et cetera. You know, all various forms of abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse, and whatever. But this woman of God was saved. Mm-hmm. Mother Boy was uh, preaching, teaching to us about faith. And um, um, because, for example, her, uh, because, for example, her son had died and uh, she was flying into uh, the, the city and told them, they told the hospital doctors to wait. And the son did die. And she said, wait till I get there. She was on a plane. Wait till I get you know, in the transition of a plane. Wait till I get there. I'm talking about two things now. Yeah. And they waited. And when she got there in the room, she laid hands on him, and he was revived from death. Uh, now, she's talking about faith. So she says uh, this husband put the wife out, and uh, she put her, put him out the house. She stayed She stayed outside on the other side of the door, all night, praying for him. Interceding for him. Praying for him. The result was, amen, that the man of God got saved after all the negative things that occurred. She could have uh, got upset, start cussing, start saying negative things, but uh, she um, walked in faith began to speak things uh, that agreed with what God wanted her to do. And those words brought about uh, uh, her husband being uh, transformed, changed, and uh, uh, saved, filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, so the words that we speak are so powerful. And, you know, when we go to uh, the book of Genesis, and I don't have a Bible or anything like that, but we see how... Uh, creation occurred, right? You know, yeah. the, the things that we see. Uh, the Bible says what? God said. First chapter, God spoke. Spirit mm-hmm. of God moved. God spoke and the Spirit of God moved, you know, and things were came into uh, being. And so the Lord teaches us, um, even through the, our Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus said things. He says, my words are spirit and they are life. And so... Um, our words are really important of what we say. We have to be careful. A lot of times I say something, my wife would catch me. <laughs> She'll catch what I'm saying, and then I'll have to, uh, you know, retract it. Yeah. Because I'll say something that's negative or doubtful. She'll catch me quick. Anyone else? You have to speak. You have to speak, saints, over your ministry. You have to speak over your ministry. 
to speak over your uh, spouse. You have to speak over your uh, children. You have to speak over your job. I'm not reading this. I'm just saying this. You have to speak over your job. I recall one time uh, in the mid-'80s that I wanted a promotion, and I would come to church, and uh, it was in the mid-'80s, and I I said, you know, I want uh, to get this – I want to get this new job, and I want to make $40,000 a year. And uh, I would come to church every Sunday or whenever, and I'll stand up and testify. Those are the days when you had real good test. You know, the people really testified and didn't uh, talk about each other. <laughs> but uh, eventually, amen, I went to work and got promoted. And it was a series of promotions that I got exactly what I had been testifying about. When I testified about it, there was nothing in view. But I was not satisfied where I was. I began to proclaim and say, I'm thanking God, amen, for a promotion. And uh, even though, you know, I don't know what people thought, but I could care less. But uh, I believed that it was going to happen, and it did happen. And uh... So, uh, any also anyone else wants wants to share? And so the round table's quiet tonight. <laughs> so we got three people from Cleveland, I see, and I know only one of them. Who else do we have on the call? Well, you have Minister Deneen and and Elder Shane. That's two from Cleveland. <laughs> yes. Okay, you're okay. You're okay. You're guest in Cleveland. Okay, who else do we have from Cleveland? Sister Shank? No, she's not on. Okay, who else do we have from Cleveland? Is that um, you, Fanny? Okay. Yes, she's here. God bless you. How are you? <laughs> I am wonderful. That was a that was a good guest of mine then. <laughs> So we're uh, talking about, uh, I guess you picked up on it, we're talking about death and life being in the power um, of our tongue. And uh, 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 right now, for example, I'm in uh, Brunswick Hills, Ohio. I'm in my daughter's house. And I'm doing the roundtable down here. And I'm down here because of some words that were spoken today. Uh, so words have moved me out of the county into Medina County here because of words. And I'm going to deal with the uh, words that were spoken uh, so that life would, um, that God's Zoe, his, 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 the God life, you know, the power, the presence of God would be, in the midst uh, of us. Um, Fanny, do you want to have anything to say um, concerning uh, words that you speak? Actually, Please. I do. I do. It's, it's actually fall under the category of a testimony. Uh, yeah. my, my father, I want to say about maybe six, seven years ago, he had fallen out at his job. He had worked two jobs for about maybe 30 years almost, and I had just came to visit. I had went back home, and I got a phone call about 2 something in the morning, 
So I answer the phone. My mom is hysterical. She's crying in tears, and I find out that my father had passed out at his second job. They had rushed him to the hospital, and they didn't know if he was going to make it. Well, me being myself, uh, I told them, don't let nothing happen. Don't let the doctors touch him. In no way, don't let them say that he's not going to make it until I get there. And I'm his baby girl. He has four of the kids over top of me. But my words were so powerful that they words did not matter. Mm -hmm. I arrived back in Cleveland six hours and a half later, and I got to the hospital, and they said, well, you have to make a call because he's not coming out of this coma. He can't breathe on his own. He's on a ventilator. And I said, you will not do anything just yet. And every day I went to this hospital, I prayed on my father, and I prayed hard, and I prayed strong, and I kept on believing that God was going to do something tremendous in my dad's life, and he was going to bring him out of this coma. Well, I got home that night, and I comforted my mom, and I sort of comforted myself, and I kept on believing God, even though it was the hardest time of my life because he was already pronounced dead. They called us later on that morning, the next morning, and said, he's up eating jello with the ventilator out of his mouth. Amen. And the only thing that I can do is run around my house and praise God because I knew that his job here was not finished on earth. What God did was he laid my father down just for a little while, for those three days. And he gave my father a word. Whatever God talked to my father about then, I don't know. It was not my job to know. Nevertheless, I believed and I prayed, and I I had to put the strong faith in my mom to let her know that his job here is not done. God has the final say. And even though it was times where I wanted to give up, God kept on pushing me to say, don't give up just yet. I got mm-hmm. my child in his hands. So that's just a testimony to show that God is really moving and the miracles that he is, that he's really touching on people's lives and in just people's situations is way beyond our own mindset. It's actually mind-blowing. So that's just what I have to give as a testimony. Well, we, give praise, uh, we give praise to God for that. Um, thank you, God. We we have to not underestimate, amen, the power of God and and the thing is, amen, sometimes we see ourselves as individuals, but we have to understand that we're, we are part of the body of Christ, members in particular. And if Jesus said in John six sixty three, the words that I speak unto you are spirit and they are life, if Jesus says that, we have to understand that we are part of his body. And the words we speak are, are spirit and life. If you want to have miracles, um, you want to see things uh, tr- transform, change, uh, as uh, Fanny has declared here. We have to. If we have faith, we have to speak it. If if we have faith, Amen. We don't want dead faith or inactive faith. We want active faith. And one of the ways, Amen that you put your faith to work is you act on it and you begin to declare and decree that which you believe in your heart concerning what God has said to you. 
and see God change the course of your life and things that happen um, to others. Um, let me say this, and we'll try to get quiet here for a moment. When um, I was coming into the realm of the prophetic, I would draw away from it because I was too nervous or scared to say things that I felt were true. I didn't know if they were true or not. I didn't know if somebody was going to say, you're wrong, you know, uh, that's a lie, or I was incorrect, or I missed it. And so I would not say things. Now, um, because my faith level, if you will, is greater than men, I speak what I hear and see the see the results. Amen. And um, our tongue, we have to use it uh, as being part of the body of Christ to bring forth life in this earth realm, in this spiritual realm. Uh, so if you're facing uh, questions about your future, if you're qu facing questions about marriage or questions about <clears throat> monies or finances or jobs or things that you need or ministry, you have to um, begin to make confession. Uh, confession, amen, concerning the word of God, concerning the truths of God over those things and, and, and believe it. And this is not magic. This is not, you know, this is not magic. This is not hocus pocus. I'm talking about declaring life. Con make your confessions, amen, of, of, of faith. Amen, over situations, and see God, amen, change things in your life. So somebody else, please uh, share. I heard somebody laugh, so that's a little bit better. Uh, Elder Earl, Elder Dave, Mrs. Dean. You want to share something about the tongue or... Maybe a testimony or maybe something that we want to pray about. You might have something that we want to, that they want us to pray about or um, make decrees about. This is uh, Pastor Hickson. I'm apologizing for coming in late, but I, I was listening. Um, and it's interesting that you're talking about the power of the tongue. I was listening to, um, oh, my goodness, I just, Bill Winston um, yes. a couple days ago. And he was reading from uh, a, a, a testimony that another minister, another well-known minister, uh, had said that God had talked to him, and he was referring to uh, the whole death process. And what he said is what we generally say is that God took somebody, God took them home. And what uh, <clears throat> this pastor was saying is that God said he doesn't take anybody home. He said he receives people home. But he said that there are a lot of people up there that don't belong there. But okay. they 
are there because of their own work. He said he has the power to take people, but he doesn't have the authority. And I thought that was really interesting because it goes, you know, we've heard about and been taught about the fact that we lost the authority of, that God had given us over the earth through the enemy and so forth. But I guess it goes a lot deeper than uh, maybe we've thought before because if 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 that's true, then, you know, our tongues are, that's what the word says, the power of life and death is in the power of our tongues. And so it, it just really struck me, and I kind of laughed at myself as I was listening because I heard myself say, guys, you're really serious, aren't you? You really mean this stuff, huh? So uh, hmm. there is quite a bit of power that we do have in our tongues to, to the degree that, that, I mean, God said pretty much, you know, we are gods. We are the little G gods, and what we speak is powerful stuff. Amen. Amen. You know, while you're talking, I'm thinking about um, America, for example, and uh, intercessors. Uh, we've been talking about prophetic intercessors in, in the ministry late of late. But I'm just talking about prayerful intercession. How effective is an intercessor without opening, uh, without an intercessor opening their mouth? Uh, isn't it interesting even that God plants intercessors in the uh, body, um, and He has uh, uh, laid as a foundation prayer in the body and. I know that there are people who can pray silently, but, you know, uh, through our mouths, amen, God hears us and reacts, amen, uh, to us. In the book of Daniel, I think in the ninth or 10th chapter, maybe the 10th chapter, uh, Daniel had been fasting and praying, and uh, the angel, uh, the one angel, I think it was maybe Gabriel, came to him and said, I have been sent for thy words. He tells Daniel this, I've, I've come, I was sent because of your words. It's, it's recorded in the book of Daniel. How powerful that is, uh, that heaven reacts uh, to a man's words. And God opened up, revealed to Daniel the end times because of his prayer, you know, he had, re- he had repented, he repented for the nation, repented for himself, um, begins to pray and an angelic, an angelic order, if you will, uh, a high order, an archangel has been sent for his words. And the Bible specifically spells that out for us to see that the angelic host responds Heaven responds to the words we say. It was a Kairos. It was a Kairos moment, yes. I I was thinking about, you know, having dominion over the earth and things, but even in the Lord's Prayer, it's supposed to be in earth as it is in heaven. And so we have to declare and have dominion here 
to loose those things. Yes. And so whatever you can imagine, and and we were uh, given the Tower of Babel because of our imaginations being ungodly, but once we become a new creature, our imagination is supposed to be godly, we can do anything that God's will would have us to do. And so we've got to know what that is, and so it, that's in the power of the tongue, and then our ears have to hear so that we can have the same uh, thoughts that God has, and then we can do exactly what God did and greater works. So where's our imagination um, imagining things? Mm-hmm. Be? Mm-hmm. And so we declare that. Amen, amen. Anyone else, thanks? Anyone else? Uh, so while we're pausing here, I, I think of uh, my past and um, all the things that maybe I have said wrong or use my tongue to say things wrong. So I'm going to declare, amen, right now that the Lord Jesus repair all the damage done to my life as a result of the wrong use of my tongue. I'm going to repeat that again. I'm going to ask the Lord to repair all the damage done to my life as a result of the wrong use of my tongue. And I'm asking God, amen, to uh, just repair that and uh, to bring um, um, peace to, to the damage that I've done in my life because of the negative things I've said over my life, over my ministry, over my family, over the course of my life. I'm going to watch the words that I say. Amen. I'm going to be careful about the words that I say. And if I say something wrong, I want to catch it and repent of it quickly. Yes. Because, uh, uh, Pastor Hickson, you're, you're right. It's really what it's really what you said. It's death and life in the power of our tongue. Yes. Uh, others, others, others. I, I mentioned earlier that uh, sometimes people uh, speak, uh, you know, they have a term called word curses, uh, negative things over our life. And a lot of people have low self-esteem and uh, inferiority issues because of um, um, things that they've allowed to receive from other people uh, declaring over uh their life, and you know, we have to renounce uh, all the negative things, you know, and and decree and believe in what God has said we are. We have to really believe what God says we are, and we have to say it, and we have to just really believe it. Amen. So, God bless you. Uh, anyone else on the round table tonight? Um, going back, I was also uh, thinking right before you said that about going back to the beginning of our conversation on how, um, you know, people say negative stuff. And, you know, there are sometimes you're in arguments with people and then they begin to spew stuff. And, you know, scriptures say out of the heart, you know, flows the issues of the heart. So it's like sometimes what people are saying to you is really what they were thinking about you. But sometimes, I, well, 
not sometimes, I try not to respond and say, okay, well, you such and such. I, I, that's not something that I want to do because I know that it is the enemy that is working behind us, so I don't try to retaliate and, you know, if at all possible, to respond back the same way, you know, and so I just like to try to be careful uh, with that even way back in the day when, when I was married and going through some issues with that particular man. It's like he would try to push me to say different things and God would, like, stop me right there. Like, my testimony won't be scarred, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. by things of that nature. And, and even now um, there was an instance where this woman was just going up and down what she was saying about me or whatever, but... It's like someone was like, why don't you say this back or why don't you say that back? And I said, because i got to keep the testimony. That woman has to respect me now every time she sees me because I didn't get down in the mud with her. <laughs> so I just try not to retaliate. You know, I, just, I know it's the enemy working uh, behind that, 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 that voice. Mm-hmm. Back, back in the day, I think the uh, saints back in the day used to say, hold your peace and let the Lord fight your battle. Amen. Maybe they maybe they knew something. <laughs> because sometimes you can be pushed to say stuff that you wish you hadn't said. Right. You just have to be careful. Anyone else here on the call? God bless you, uh, Maddie. Thank you. We're talking about Death and life and the power of the tongue. We're talking about the uh, use of the tongue. Yeah. And specifically uh, life, uh, the life of God, you know, the uh, purposes of God coming forth out of our mouth. Do you have anything you want to share before we uh, release the call? Well, yes. While you're on that subject, what I remember telling others in regards to the tongue is uh, that words create worlds. Okay. Words create worlds. Words create worlds. So if you're trying to create a new world from what you say, you better be ready to handle it. If you can't handle it, then you don't need to speak it. Mm -hmm. Mm, Interesting. Okay. Creates new worlds, new scenarios of life to deal with. Yes. Hmm. Wow. When we speak things into the atmosphere, just like when we pray, we don't know what we ought to pray, but when we do pray, we want to play, pray with clarity so that God knows specifically what we wish for. He already knows what we need, but mm-hmm. he wants to give us the desires of our hearts, so we have to be specific in our request. Mm-hmm. And then we have to be persistent and committed to follow through. Mhm. 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 That's what I have to say. Amen. Uh, uh, any, anyone else before we um, look towards uh, relinquishing the call? Uh, I had just happened to get on Facebook probably about a half an hour ago, well, more than that, right before I came on the phone call, and someone had reposted a video. And it wasn't necessarily a Christian video, but it was a young man. I don't know if he was some used to be a rapper or whatever, I don't know the guy, but they he was speaking some positive stuff about how he has changed his attitude and like if he bumps into somebody whereas they, he would go into gangster mode 
he does not do that anymore. Now he's like, I'm the first one to apologize. You know, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't his error, he said, it's nothing now to be getting shot over and, you know, things of that nature. And I was like, wow, here, here's the young man tattooed all up, was out there in this gang banging and stuff, and has come to the realization that, you know, the, the words that are coming out your mouth is not even necessary anymore. He mm-hmm. said he has a family to think about. You got your life to think about. He's not going in the ground for a bullet over a word. And, and here we are talking about power of the tongue. So that was very timely. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So uh, as we go around, anybody have any last words they want to share tonight? And I'm going to ask somebody um, um, to pray at the end of this uh, call. But anybody have any last words they want to share? All right, amen. We thank the Lord, amen, tonight for the uh, uh, call as we've discussed um, uh, about the power of the tongue. Uh, next week on Facebook, and thank God, amen, for uh, what I saw, uh, Pastor Earl. Um, I, I like what I saw, although I had about five minutes to see it. Uh, we're going to be posting a flyer on uh, Facebook um, concerning the round table, and I'm so excited about that. And uh, what's that? I was saying thank you, Pastor Earl. You're welcome. Um, so, Pastor Earl, would you be so kind to uh, pray over over us with respect to even the things that we've said in the past and the things that we're going to be careful about saying in the future? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to come together today on the round table. And Lord God, you spoke us into existence before the foundation of the world. And because of that, Lord God, we take our words not lightly, Lord God, but as a weight that you have placed in our lives to bring us to gravity, Lord God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for allowing us to perform miracles with the power of the Son. And Lord God, we declare that we will continue to walk in your will, declaring things into existence as though they were, Lord God. And we claim this in Jesus' name, Lord God. We continue to watch the roundtable grow, Lord God, in its influence, Lord God, throughout the world, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. And we declare the vision to become manifest in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And can we all say amen? Amen. 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 Thank the Lord. Amen. God bless you all. Amen. Uh, appreciate you. Amen. Thank you all for your input. And uh, we're going to uh, release the call and until uh, next week, and we're going to post it on Facebook for you. Uh, we're going to post it on my personal page and Equipping Ministry EMFI's uh, page with the uh, subject early in the earlier in the week uh, to, get, to reach more uh, people. Thank you, and God bless you. Good night. Thank you. Thank you.